Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. Ruth is a visiting professor at a large university in Ireland, and Claire is an associate professor at a primarily undergraduate university in Northern California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working and something we're working on to discuss. Welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Ruth. And today we're talking about inspiration. But before we do that, Claire, how was your week? My week was good. Um, last week, I was telling you all how Ralph and I are looking for a new house to rent. And we were like, okay, but we're going to do it super chill. We're not going to run around frantically. And then three days later, we found a spot and we rented it. And now we're done with finding a house. So that was really exciting. Um, oh, sweet. Are you in? We're not in yet. We're um, We're like moving over. We still have, because we thought it was going to take us a long time to find mm -hmm. a place. We have this Airbnb that we're in for another week. And so we're like calmly moving stuff over, which is nice. Do you know um, what's funny though? Because I've tried this tactic. I've tried this tactic before where you're like, okay, I'm going to anticipate that this is going to take ages. And then secretly you're like, but then that's going to mean it's going to be really easy. And like, I always blow it, but it seems like you guys really were like, yes, this, this is going to just take as long as it takes. It's fine. Yeah, and then and then somehow that manifested it being pretty fast, which was awesome. Perfect. And yeah, we, our new place is super cool. It's really quick bike ride to campus, which is awesome. And oh, you know, there's so this good. trail that three separate people have told us about this trail that you can walk on to get to campus, but all three of them are like, oh, but I don't take the trail. I just take the roads. So I'm not sure <laughs> what that means about this trail, <laughs> but um, it'll be fun to check it out. Well, you'll have to report back or you'll just be like, Let, let's not do the trail and you won't ever tell us why. <laughs> why care? So yeah. Yeah, totally. So how about you? How was your week? My week was good. I think, um, I well, I don't want to make any grand statements about the kids not being sick, but they weren't <laughs> sick this week. So that's will, good. I will say that for sure. And then we've come, we're coming up now to a break. So yes, I yes, we'll take you take the wins where they happen mm -hmm. for sure. Good, that's excellent. So I have I have two quotes this week. Oh, One wow. is an unofficial quote <laughs> that just really made me laugh earlier on. Uh -huh. So I'm going to do that one first, if that's okay. Yeah. So I kind of. I won't go into the details, but for whatever reason, life just went sideways today and I was unable to go to the grocery store ah. and get food to prepare for dinner. So I was complaining to my sister that like, I just don't have any food for dinner. I don't know what I'm going to do here. And then she said, anything is dinner if you believe hard enough. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I really like that. So yeah, yes. And that's what we had. We had plain pasta. So anything nice. can be dinner if you decide it's dinner. I like plain mm -hmm. pasta. Nothing wrong with that. Me too. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know why sometimes I feel very attached to what it should be. But okay. And then my more formal quote is, um, so we're, because we're talking about inspiration and I have had, well, this I could have talked about in my week as well. Um, I watched two documentaries last week that were super inspirational for me that I really, really enjoyed. Okay. So one was um Siobhan McSweeney who is from Dairy Girls she's sister Michael for anybody who knows has a documentary about St Bridget which I was very into and excited about and then also I watched a documentary I think I've talked on here about my love slash obsession with Maeve Binchy she is mm -hmm. my favorite author human everything but she um her documentary was just so inspiring to me and it just really resonated with me but one thing um 
One of her quotes is, nobody is ordinary if you know where to look. And I really mm-hmm. think that's true. Mm-hmm. And I think even the name of the documentary about her was like, okay, I'm going to misquote it, but it was like the magic of the ordinary. Mm. And I think that's really relevant to what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Inspiration. And particularly in education and everything. So, yes. I love that. That's really nice. It really helps think about individuals as individuals and who are they and I don't know. I love it. Yes. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, Ruth? So we're talking about inspiration. And I was thinking about, well, we've been kind of musing a little bit on what inspires us and what's inspirational to us. Mm-hmm. And then how does that translate into what, how we can inspire students and what, you know, how do students get inspired? Totally. So, yeah. So what? so what do you, oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the battle you go first, no, you go first. Um, so yeah, I've been thinking about, Ralph and I have been thinking a lot about actually about surrounding ourselves with things that we find inspiring. Mm. And so one thing like reading books that have stories that I really enjoy inspires me to work on the craft of the novel that I'm working on or being in places mm. that I like puts me in a good mood to look for inspiration and be able to take it and work with it. Because, you know, if I'm in the wrong mindset, it's hard to even see the inspiration and be excited about it. Um, and then, of course, people that I find inspirational is really, yeah, that puts me in a good mood and to be able to take the inspiration and emulate what they're doing that I like. And um, it's really easy, much easier to emulate things than to come up with them yourself. Of course, that's kind of part of what we're talking about with inspiration, I think. And so seeing people doing awesome things makes me say, oh, wow, I want to do those awesome things too. Um, And then likewise, cutting out things that don't do that or that actively go in the opposite direction. So like hearing people grumble and complain makes me think about things to grumble and complain about. So if I can like switch the conversation around and talk about things that we're excited about, then that conversation becomes more inspirational so grumbling inspiration isn't what you're looking for <laughs> <laughs> right it inspires me to, you grumble. to be a more negative person yeah true yeah I love that about um surrounding yourself with things because I feel like and I feel like I've documented it on this podcast but I feel like I went like you know with the pandemic I went into such a utilitarian mindset oh of yes like, just the absolute essentials like do you have to do this thing and even like you know, do I have to really go into work? Is what is the point in a conversation? Is that going to help me get my job done? Like, you know, all of those <laughs> things, because it was just being so time poor. Yes. You had to be really mercenary about like, this is not on the list of, you know, urgent or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm going through the process of like opening up all of that again, mm-hmm. you know, and then being in this new job, I find like just the whole program that's happening very inspirational. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like you said, like just being around things. So even just being around other people and listening to them, their stories and stuff. But I love what you're saying, because sometimes I have gotten so utilitarian that you're like, well, what's the point of a walk on the beach? I could be doing laundry or making exactly. suit or whatever it is. And so I think recognizing, yeah, like, and even because I think I've talked about on here, I feel so fancy going into town, mm-hmm. but the, like the buildings in Dublin city center are so beautiful. And right. just all of that stuff is really it shifts your mood and, you know, changes. Totally. I remember when you were thinking about this job, you were saying, and the buildings are just so beautiful. And like, what an inspirational thing to go to your work and be like, wow, what a beautiful spot. I mean, that's totally, that's wonderful. It reminds me of, I don't know, a a more mundane thing of just 
I find having a nice clean desk inspirational, mm. but it's so easy to be like, who has time to clean their desk? That's not going to help me move my project forward. And then I'm not in an inspired, excited mindset because I'm at this desk that I don't like. <laughs> so it's it's actually yeah. worthwhile to create an inspirational space or to choose to walk on the beach or to go to this you know, beautiful campus, whatever it is. Yeah, totally. And I remember actually when we went, when I went for my interview at Humboldt, I remember being so inspired by the campus oh, yes. too, because it's so beautiful. beautiful and the mm-hmm. trees outside the building and all of that. And so, yeah, I think like, you know, I feel like I'm definitely much more opening up to that. And mm-hmm. then I was thinking about like, what's inspirational in people to mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was thinking about like, why am I so obsessed with Maeve Binchy? Ooh, great question. Yeah. And I think like she's so, and this is so cheesy and I feel like ridiculous <laughs> even saying it, but she's so authentically herself. Oh, I love it. Do no, you know no, what no, I that's mean? not, and that's, that's, I totally am on board with that concept. Well, like, and it's like, you know, the whole like, be yourself because, you know, I can't remember what the quote is actually, I'm falling down the quote. Right <laughs> like, um, but it's so, like when you're around someone like that, it's so, you can just, you feel it. Do you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. something I struggle mm-hmm. with. The kind of confidence to just be like, well, this is me, deal with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, seeing somebody be authentically themselves is inspirational to be authentically yourself, which is helpful to even figure out what is it to be yourself? What are the attributes that you really... Totally. That are really, truly you. So that's really cool. You know, I was thinking about, you know how I often think about what would a professor who knows what she's doing do? That's like yes, a question that yes. I ask myself sometimes. And... What I'm really asking, I was thinking about this, I'm really asking, what do I think the professors who have inspired me would do? You know, let me think about the inspirational professors I've had. What would they do? That's kind of what I'm asking myself. Um, Thinking just through the academic lens, it's if I'm trying to be the best professor I can be, I'm thinking about my favorite professors and what they did. Um, Of course, that's true in every walk of life as well. Um, And then I was particularly thinking like the moments when I say, wow, this person is really inspiring. The times that I've thought that recently is when someone is doing something that I really want to do and haven't quite figured out how to do yet. You know, like that's what I just said about Maeve Binchy. That's so true. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see somebody like, I don't know, the example that I'm thinking of right now is this colleague of mine who seemed so relaxed and on top of it while doing preparations for a research cruise. And for me, I feel like I'm either on top of it and frantic or I'm like, I've put it off and I'm maybe relaxed. I love the idea of you just being so relaxed with your feet up on the desk. I'll do it tomorrow. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So just seeing an example of her being on it and being like, we have this problem. Not sure how to solve it yet, but we're going to solve it. And she seemed relaxed. And I, just seeing that is so helpful to, to emulate. And I don't know, emulating so much easier than making it up from scratch. And it's just so nice to see that it's possible in this person. So, yes, I totally agree with you. Someone doing something like, like Maeve Binchy that you want to do and haven't quite gotten there yet is extra inspirational. Do you know what? This is really interesting and blowing my mind because it's really re- <clears throat> making me think that whenever you do feel inspired, maybe that is a call. Because So there was someone else I was feeling very inspired by this week. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is going. Um, <laughs> and it was someone like he kind of really like pushes people to fulfill their potential. Do you know what I mean? And even Ooh, like, I love that to the point that I, I'm really bad at that. Do you know what I mean? I much prefer to let people sit in what's comfortable. 
Do you know what I mean? And like, mm. I prefer, like, because, you know, so like, and it, anyway, this was kind of because, he, well, he's been kind of like doing it, like nudging me a little bit. And I'm like, mm, I kind of like this, I kind of don't like it. But then I saw it with somebody else and I was like, oh, that is amazing. <laughs> and you could see the benefit. So Ooh. I think that's mm-hmm. calling me to, because, you know, I've talked about it on here before. Like, I have a hard time holding people like maintaining expectations and stuff like I kind of let people off the hook students Mm -hmm. you know so anyway that was super interesting but I wonder because I was like oh that's very inspiring that's really I guess maybe that's letting me know it's something I want to work on that's really interesting I wonder so so when you're getting pushed and you know I can see that it would you're like oh I kind of want to rise to this potential but it's also kind of you know you're being pushed it's it's a new thing so it's kind of hard but when you see someone else when you see this person pushing someone else were you able to see oh this is an area that this person could do better in with a little push like did it yeah. make some sense um the the direction he was pushing this particular person totally and it was actually someone who like they had had that experience years before and mm-hmm. then we're having the you know result now and we're like oh that was so amazing and oh, I was like, cool. oh yeah okay awesome. and so yeah so I was both kind of inspired to sort of stretch myself a little mm-hmm. bit but then also when I'm working with people and students, like to try and be like, do you know, I think I've used this phrase before, but it's like warm demander mm-hmm. where it's like, oh okay. yeah, no, you can, you can totally do this. It's fine, but you're yeah. going to do it, you mm-hmm. know, and not mm-hmm. like where I'm like, well, maybe you don't have to, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, like I kind of get uncomfortable. So then, yeah, that was I love that. inspiring for sure. Inspiring to be more of a warm demander. I love it. So how does this translate for you, do you think, to the students in the classroom what have you thought about with that so far so I think what I'm thinking about for me the thing that's coming up for me is like inspire or impress okay you know what I mean and that's kind of been like because you know you've had encounters with professors like as a student and you're just like oh my god that guy's so smart this is the best thing and like you're just like whoa and it's really cool and like you have a great time and it's all of those things but like you're just like, I could never be like that. That's, you know what I mean? And so I think to me, the difference with maybe inspiring is like, you know, really encouraging people to see how they could do the thing Mm -hmm. rather Mm -hmm. than, do you know what I mean? And so I think, I think that's really inspiring. And sometimes it doesn't like, it's not as, um, do you know, Eric Mazur gave a great lecture that at a conference I was at. He does like the think, pair, share mm-hmm. stuff. But he was talking about how he was just such a great lecturer and so great. And it was like a whole performance. And but then like it wasn't actually doing what he thought it was doing. And so I think, uh... you know, he moved from maybe in, impressing everybody to, you know, really inspiring them to do the stuff themselves. And so, yes, I think that's what I would like to and like hope I do sometimes with students mm-hmm. where like giving them the confidence to do the things and mm-hmm. inspiring what am I trying to say like that they have the ability to do the thing mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. awakening that in them rather than check me out doing the thing do so it's like mean? giving some empowerment inspiring empowerment yes yes exactly now what how does this manifest I love the uh, the contrast you're presenting of impress versus inspire what, how does that actually look in the classroom? Like, what's the what's the difference? I think, <clears throat> so, like, there was times, and <laughs> this is not great to admit, but there were certainly times when I was teaching in the beginning where, like, I was doing things that are like, whoa, check this out. 
And then I remember somebody being like, well, why are you showing that to first year? It's like, there's no point. Mm. That's just going to stress people out. And it's not. Do you know what I mean? And I definitely had to think about like, okay, this actually, yeah, this isn't the thing. And so I think for me, what I would hope is you're just really encouraging people Mm -hmm. or giving them the tools to sort of take off and believe Mm -hmm. that they can do things. It's more about investing in what they can do and their belief in what they can do rather than what they think you can do. I see. That makes sense. sense? Uh Uh-huh. It does. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. That's interesting. So I've been thinking, I've talked about this before in the podcast, but not recently. So I'm glad it's coming back up. But the lead by example kind of thing where Mm -hmm. I... Yeah, think it's very important to show the students attributes that I think are valuable. Um, and for me, it seems like I care a lot about calm, confident, enthusiastic, respectful. And so I try to be, I mean, I think I, that's like I'm your not whole persona to, right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Describe Claire. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's interesting because you're talking about being genuinely you. And um, I think those are genuine attributes that reflect me because I care a lot about them, but I also mm-hmm. make a conscious effort to um, display them so that hopefully students can, um, maybe some aspect of that will be inspirational to some of my students. So the idea is like, I'm being the best professor I can be by my definition, and hopefully, you know, some aspects of that will be inspirational to some people. That's lovely, because you've talked about before, like the way you interact with students and the way you talk to them, you yes. know, about things and that that really reflects those values. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so, I mean, there's, there's the content that we're covering, of course, and that's the, that's, that's what we're doing in the classroom. But then there's, how do you feel in the classroom? What are you inspired to do? And I hope you're inspired to to study the content and learn the content and, and really interact with it but I also but part of what inspires you to do that is the atmosphere of the classroom oh, and yes. how you feel while you're in the classroom and do you feel empowered um, to do it do you feel like you can do it and then I also just feel like those attributes um, calm confident enthusiastic respectful I feel like those it would just really help everybody it, I don't know I mean everybody's got their own certain pillars that they feel like are really important but I think those are mine and so I want to share those with the students too so that's that's like another aspect of what I think is important that I'm teaching it's kind of like how I'm not teaching writing but when we do writing I'm going to give them feedback on their writing I mean I I, I, because I do feel like that's important too so it's like these attributes are important too so we're, we're we're doing quantitative analysis that's the class we're definitely covering that And part of that is your writing skills. And part of that is these um, emotional attributes that I want to share. And um, all of that, I hope, will help them leave the class better equipped for all the things they want to do. Lovely. And I think one thing I think I'm thinking through our conversations is like inspiration. It needs to be like accessible because... Mm -hmm. If it's just like you coming in and doing 15 cartwheels, I'm like real <laughs> impressed, but I'm not inspired to like, I'm never going to do, you know what I mean? And so that's a great if it's analogy. something, yeah. So I think like it's, if it's something that you're like, yeah, this is something you can do. Mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. it's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And giving them some steps so that they can start doing it. 
Like it's one thing to say, oh, you can do 15 cartwheels, but it's another to be like, oh, what you should do is just practice, you know, putting this one hand down and um, putting some weight on it. I was it like, and- wow, are you going to break this down? Because I want to see you. Can you do <laughs> 15 cartwheels? Um, yes. <laughs> That's cool. I love that. This is a really interesting topic. I'm really glad you suggested it. I've really been enjoying thinking about what kinds of things are inspirational, what kind of situations are inspirational, and then just like, I hadn't really thought directly about trying to set up a classroom environment that's inspirational, but I love the concept and totally want to now. So that's great. Well, it's funny because what you said is the same things, right? Because you're talking about surrounding yourself with things that are inspiring and then you're talking about creating an atmosphere that is mm-hmm. inspiring you know what I mean so it's like literally yeah you know creating that in the totally. classroom so yeah totally mm-hmm. and it does make me think like one thing that I've thought about before is my lab my teaching lab space is like kind of dirty um the paint's kind of peeling off the floor and stuff like that. And, you know, I try to make it as welcoming as possible, particularly on the first day when all the students are new to the space and are getting their first impressions of it. Um, But I hadn't really thought about how, like, if it's so important to me to have a place that is, I don't know, tidy and uh, clean, and if I find that inspirational, then maybe maybe there is more value than I had thought in trying to create such a space for the classroom maybe some other students would find that inspirational and um motivational this is really this is so interesting because i feel like it's bringing me loads of things but one of them too is just the importance like because i was like oh i've come out of this utilitarian but i still feel guilty about it sometimes you know what i mean because you're like well i should be doing laundry or making soup or whatever i was saying (laughs) so it is really um yeah i appreciate yeah, like thinking about this and thinking about why this is actually, like you said, like is probably making your lab prettier or cleaner or whatever is probably the last thing, you know, really. Mm-hmm. But then it is important. And so, yeah, giving mm-hmm. some weight to it, I think is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not doing it in like, I don't mean to just say, oh, I got to do this too, but more like, oh, I now see a bigger understanding of the value of it. Yes. And um, so a more, a more... I don't know, appropriate level of value. Um, Yeah. So that's cool. 100%. Well, thank you so much for a very inspiring conversation. Oh, thank you, Ruth. Thanks so much for joining us on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. We're delighted to have you as a listener and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to email us, our address is contactprofessorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any of your suggestions for future shows or professor quotes that you might want to share with us, or even just things that have come up for you when you were listening to previous episodes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would love if you would spread the word. So the best way to spread word is by telling people, you know, if you think they should listen to it, or you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.